Welcome to All Caring Conversations. Your health and wellness matters. I'm your host, Tracy Dawn Brewer. Today, you get to meet another great leader, Danette Edwards. Danette is the director of AltComp MCO, one of the many layers of helpful organizations under the Altman Health Foundation. As an employer in our area, you're going to learn all about the managed care organization and how they help you with workers' compensation. Welcome to a new episode of Alt Caring Conversations. I'm so happy to share Alt Comp NCO with you and the director, Danette Edwards. Thank you for sharing information about Alt Comp NCO with our audience today. Hi, Tracy. Thank you. Pleasure to share. <laughs> well, we would love to hear a little bit about you and your journey with really throughout uh, the Altman Health Foundation and Altcomp NCO. Can you share a little bit about that? Sure, sure. Um, I was a small business owner and um, that actually began my journey with AltCare in 2005. So I decided to get out of the owning a business. And so I started working for AltCare in 2005. I transferred to AltComp in 2007 as an account coordinator. And then I moved up to director in 2010. That's cool. Thank you. Alt-Comp NCO, the NCO stands for Managed Care Organization, which is part of workers' compensation. Can you offer like a basic description of what Alt-Comp NCO is and what you do for the community? Sure. Um, Alt-Comp is a certified managed care organization, and we're certified by the Ohio Bureau of Workers' Compensation to provide medical claims and return to work management services to employers, injured workers, uh, to help them have a safe and quick return to work. So any company that has um, one employee in the state of Ohio, um, we can service, any MCO can service anyone. So uh, there's companies that are in California that we may have an employee here and um, in Ohio, and they can, they actually have to have workers comp in Ohio. So you had mentioned that you have been director since 2010. So how long has AltComp MCO been in our community? Uh, Since 1997. We just celebrated our 26th anniversary. We started in March of 1997. What do you feel um, differentiates AltComp MCO from some of the other organizations that do similar uh, duties in this? I would say our staff. You know, our staff has many, many years of experience um, in workers' comp. Some of them come from the legal arm. Um, You know, some have come from our hospital system. So they're very um, in tune to case management services over there, the rehab centers. um, You know, so I think they have a lot of years of experience um, with both positive working relationships with both employers and providers. And of course, our great customer service, because when you call, we answer the phone. So I know you mentioned return to work was one of the things that you really focus on. What are some of of the other important issues that you help uh, employers and organizations with when it comes to workers' compensation? Well, I feel as though we're kind of an extension of some of our employers' HR departments. Um, So we can assist with education and training, you know, safety trainings, um, OSHA we we know enough to be dangerous in OSHA. <laughs> just let them know, you know, no, you need to go talk to this person or that person or because sure. um, workers comp in OSHA is a little bit different. Mm-hmm. Um, we actually will meet with um, the providers, the TPAs, the employers to develop 
you know, a great return to work plan um, and get everybody on board. So I think definitely it is our um, being an extension of an HR department for our employers. Definitely. And nice to have that help in the communication area. Yeah, for sure. So what um, are the types of things that you find are an advantage of being part of the overall Altman Health Foundation because mm-hmm. Altcomp MCO really does fall under that umbrella. How is that a strength for the employer? Um, knowing our providers, I think, and having a relationship with the colleagues that manage workers comp at the provider level. Um, our medical director is a practicing occupational medicine doctor. Um, wow. The clinic is right downstairs. Yeah. Um, so he actually knows what issues the employers face. Um, and he, of course, knows the BWC system because he represents us down in Columbus at meetings. So I would say I would say that knowing our providers and just our colleagues, knowing them and yeah. you know, we're able to kind of, you know, get x-rays quicker and PT and, you know, we have a lot of resources available to us. Sure. You know, there's ins and outs. So that really yeah. does help. That's, yeah. that's great information. Are there any particular types or sizes of industries and organizations that need an MCO? Well, all employers, um, of course, that are not self-insured are required to choose an MCO, either from the very beginning um, of their uh, company, developing their company and starting out a large company that uh, maybe was acquired. Um, Any company in the state of Ohio has to choose an MCO that is not self-insured. So, So are there some common misconceptions around workers' compensation that you faced? Yeah, I think, you know, I kind of pulled our our people here to kind of see what they hear a lot of. And um, I think the biggest one is that workers' comp is a no-fault system. So the burden of proof is on the employers. So if BWC allows the claim, we have to manage the claim. We're considered a neutral Mm. party. So we have to kind of juggle you know, the provider needs and the injured worker needs along with the employer needs. So it's it, it's really trying to stay neutral. Um, I think the other thing is if um, an employer has a worker's comp claim, um, their premiums will increase. It, and I, I just want to say it truly depends on how extensive the injury is and what is paid out on the claim. So you could have a minor laceration that that will not affect your premiums at all. Um, but if you have any questions with that, I would certainly seek out your TPA um, and uh, let them help you just determine, you know, if, if you need to take some action on on your processes and policies and things like that. So I understand. OK, so you've really covered a lot of how the MCA works with that employer or that injured worker. Mm-hmm. How does the MCA work with the Ohio Bureau of Workers' Compensation? Okay. So we have a contract with um, the state of Ohio Bureau of Workers' Compensation to manage injury and occupational disease claims. So um, BWC makes the initial decisions about you know, the claim, if it's a compensable claim or not. They pay out any wages. Um, And the MCOs deal with the medical side of the claims to ensure that the injured worker gets the treatment needed to get them back to work quickly and safely. So a lot of pre-certing, we process the bills, 
But we we actually are partners with the Bureau of Workers' Compensation to make sure that the injured workers get what they need. So hopefully they can get back to work quicker. That's a great explanation. Yeah, because that's a lot of work. Like you said, that's a lot of juggling, Danette. It is. It's a lot of juggling. Yeah. And I know you've mentioned TPA quite a few times when you're defining some of the things in our previous um, discussion, which stands for third-party administrator. What really is that TPA? What is a third-party administrator? Okay, it is a company that is paid by employers um, to provide the employer support, whether it's with legal services, like if you want to fight a claim or appeal a claim or treatment. They also provide group rating. And then they also provide bureau programs and, and help the employer decide what programs they should be in so that they can um, reduce their premiums, hopefully. Um, often they appeal the claims or the treatment decisions and on behalf of the employers. So they're really the legal arm. But the, I think the biggest thing is that um, the employers choose them and pay them. Gotcha. Okay. Mm-hmm. And ironically, we have AltComp TPA, and that is also another organization under the Altman Health Foundation umbrella. So you've explained a little bit about what a TPA is. What's the difference between the TPA versus the MCO? So the MCO is really focused on the medical management portion of the claim. So once a claim actually occurs, we are the ones that are managing the first reports of injury all the way through to bill payment. Um, The third-party administrators are the employer's rep, and they are focused on the claim, the, the legal portion of the claim. So they're trying to decide if the claim should actually be a compensable claim. They um, they actually help when we get sit down together with the TPA, the employer and the MCO, we all kind of team up together and say, okay, well, you know, we need to see this happen before this. And the TPA can say, well, this is how it's going to affect you mm-hmm. or employer. We need to talk to your HR department. And so they're really, really an extension of the employer versus us who's really managing the medical portion. Yeah. And you mentioned earlier that employer hires that mm-hmm. TPA. So right. what's the process of obtaining the MCO? So kind of like I said earlier, if you are a new employer to the state of Ohio, you must enroll with the BWC to obtain a policy number. So in in Ohio, the state is the actual insurance company. So once you enroll and get a policy number from the Ohio BWC, um, they will communicate with the employer that they have, you know, X amount of days to choose an MCO. Um, So you can reach out to any MCO that's provided on the list that the Bureau gives you. Mm-hmm. Um, you can, you know, call an MCO and decide, you know, give them some interview questions, see what you like and don't like about that MCO. Um, and then you can decide what MCO to enroll with. And there's actually a form. Um, it's called the selection form. You can go online and fill out the selection form or with whoever the MCO is that you choose. Um, they normally have a selection form that they will provide to you that you have to sign in order to choose that MCO. Then every other year, once you have an MCO, every other year um, there is open enrollment. So we'll talk a little bit more, I think, in the future about that. So, oh yeah, definitely because I yeah I have some questions about once that MCO is either given to you by the state because you didn't select one within that time frame, right. or you went forward with choosing one. There's some you know questions I have about that process and, and stuff. So sure. we'll definitely get to that. 
Um, what's the cost for the employer to have an MCO? There's actually no additional charge for an MCO. So the MCOs are only paid by the BWC if we manage a claim for your for your employees, the one that was hurt. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it's actually a case a case amount. Um, you will not be billed by an MCO for for services or um, because again, like I said, we get paid by the bureau. Today's episode is brought to you by AltComp TPA. Our third-party administrator is here to help you with your group rating. Visit altcomptpa.com for a no-cost obligation proposal. So you had talked about the reduction of premiums earlier. How do employers get those worker compensation premiums reduced? Um, Oftentimes, it's with the help from the TPA, getting an employer enrolled in like different group ratings, different programs from the BWC, um, and then also just you know, managing your claims, managing the medical portion um, that reduces your cost. That's really how it kind of occurs is throughout management of the claim and the programs and group ratings. Yeah. So it's really important to find some people that you really like to work with and have great communication like you do. (laughs) Yeah. So since you're a local MCO and there's so many industries, large and small in our area, um, do you actually go on sites to help out? Well, typically we we do. We will go on site, but the focus is usually on site at a medical, like an office visit gotcha. or um, maybe in the patient's home if they yeah. have some, some issues with um, mobility or something like that. So we will um, go on site for that. Uh, usually it's focused on catastrophic cases where, um, you know, the, the patients had a brain injury, an amputation, something gotcha. like that. But we also will go on site if the injured worker is not progressing for one reason or another. And so, you know, it's helpful maybe to go to a therapy session or to go to an office visit um, to kind of see really what's going on. And and sometimes it's just, you know, the patients don't live in a a medical world like our team does. And so it's just helping the injured worker understand the medical things and then um, just supporting the provider and helping them with the bureau functions and it just, it works. It works really well for us. So, wow. Yeah. That's great on-site case management. That, that's mm-hmm. wonderful to hear. So let's get back mention of an enrollment period. And you said it's every other year. Can mm-hmm. you explain that? Yeah. The Bureau has an open enrollment period that occurs every other year in May, the next open enrollment where you can uh, switch your MCO if you'd like, um, or remain with your current MCO. So it's coming up May in May of 2023. So May 1st to May 26th is the period in which you have um, the opportunity to choose a different MCO or, of course, remain with your current MCO. If you're happy with your MCO, you don't have to do a thing. No, no, you don't need to sign anything. You don't need to do anything. Um, The BWC will just, you know, keep you with your current MCO. Uh, If you change, it's typically a pretty easy transition. Um, It happens behind the scenes and you would never, you would never know really, except for your contacts may change. So. Gotcha. Okay. So really people for the every other year thing, if you're unhappy with your MCO, you have to wait for that period to start. Is that yes. right? Okay. Yeah. And of course, during um, COVID on the lockdowns, they actually, um, it was a three-year block. So it used to be on the oh. even number of years. So now it's been switched to the odd number. So I think a lot of people are kind of confused because this is only the second time that we've had the odd number of years. Uh, good point in it. Yeah. Cause I remember when that kind of ha- halted. Yeah. It wasn't, it was out of your hands. There wasn't anything we could do. <laughs> nope. Nope. 
So uh, should employers kind of still watch and listen for anything coming to them about this enrollment period? Sure. I'm sure they will get mailings. Um, There's social media, websites, some commercials. I've seen commercials out there. Mm -hmm. Um, We've actually had commercials, Um, you know, phone calls. Uh, We see that they're going by faxes and letters. So a little bit of everything. It's such a short period of time. We have to get a little, we have to get a lot of information out to the employers in a very short period of time. Yeah. So what if you were tricked into switching or accidentally switched? Is there something you can do about that? Sure. Um, During the last week of May, um, you may be contacted by the BWC or the MCO. The employer would be able to request to remain with the current MCO. So they Hmm. may have to reach out to the bureau or they may just have to sign another selection form. So that has happened a couple of times, especially for people that don't have a lot of injuries. There's a lot of um, kind of unknowns with the TPA, the MCO. So um, the MCOs may reach out to you and question because especially if you've been with that MCO a long time, they're like, hmm, something must have happened. So they'll reach out and then they can get it switched over. So. Yeah, it's always helpful to provide some clarification with stuff like yeah. that, definitely. Yeah. yeah. So can you share how um, someone could get in touch with Altcomp and CO? Sure. Um, you can contact us uh, via our contact us page of our website or via phone at 330-830-4919. Yeah. And the website's altcompmco.com. It is. <laughs> Danette, this was great. This is a lot of information that I think people don't realize is necessary as a business owner to, to really get a grasp on and understand, especially since it's every other year. Right. And like you said, if you don't really have a lot of claims and you just like are flying by and, you know, mm-hmm. the MCO is the MCO, it's just great yeah. to hear this is some things to watch for and what to do and what not to do. So yeah, I always tell my employers, it's always good when you don't hear from us. <laughs> that means you're that means you're safe. You have you haven't had many injuries. So, oh, well, thank you so much for again for taking the time to share. And if there are I will be putting links for some of the things that you spoke about, plus the website in the show notes. So, you know, two years, it flies by really quick. And so we're really excited for your open enrollment season in May. Can't believe it's coming up so fast. I know, I know these two years go really fast. <laughs> I know. And this has been great education. And it's just in time for everyone to understand all about workers' compensation and your yeah. wonderful uh, organization. So thank yeah, you. Thank you. All right. I'll talk soon. All right. Thanks, Tracy. <laughs> Take Bye. care. Bye-bye.